Well, the United States has again vetoed a UN Security Council resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. But it has proposed an alternative resolution calling for a temporary ceasefire and opposing a major ground offensive by Israel in Rafah. There's been widespread condemnation of the U.S. decision to block Algeria's resolution as fighting continues in Gaza. It was backed by 13 of the 15 members of the U.N. Security Council, with the U.K. abstaining. In response to the veto, China's U.N. ambassador said the claim the motion would interfere with ongoing diplomatic negotiations was totally untenable. A correspondent, Neda Taufik, in New York has the latest on what this move from the U.S. indicates. This is the third time the United States has exercised its veto to block Security Council draft resolutions since October 7th. And what we heard from council members was a real fear of a looming catastrophe in Rafah, where more than 1.5 million Palestinian civilians have been forced to seek shelter and where Israel is planning a military uh, incursion. Now, the United States said they blocked the Algerian draft because it would jeopardize talks underway between Israel, uh, Egypt, and Qatar. Those talks have stalled, though, and there are major gaps. But the United States says there are key elements on the table. Nevertheless, the rest of the council didn't seem to feel the same way as the United States, underscoring the urgency and the overwhelming international consensus for a ceasefire, citing the concern about Palestinian civilians, how their suffering has been intolerable, unbearable, as council members stated. Now, the United States has put forward an alternative draft resolution with some of the toughest language it has used yet. For the first time, it makes mention of the word ceasefire, but it calls for a temporary ceasefire as soon as is practicable. Now, that proposal also mentions that the, uh, it, the United States is against any operation into Rafah, that that would harm more civilians, that that could forcibly displace Palestinians into neighboring countries such as Egypt, and that it would be a threat to international peace and security. But some council members questioned the United States' motive in bringing this alternative draft. Russia, for example, said it was a bad faith attempt to distract from their veto. Uh, China said the U.S. position is untenable. All of this signaling that if the U.S. draft does get to a vote, even if it does have the support of at least nine members, uh, what's needed to pass, that it could very well be blocked by Russia and China, who say they want to see an immediate ceasefire. That was the BBC's Neda Taufik in New York for us. Well, as we've been hearing so far in the program, there are concerns about the humanitarian situation in Gaza. And a report by the Global Nutrition Cluster has found that 90% of children in Gaza under the age of two are in severe food poverty. Well, earlier I spoke to Ziad Issa, head of humanitarian policy and research at Action Aid UK. And I asked him what he knew about this report. In December last year, the United Nations World Food Programme put some studies showing that around 300,000 of the people who are living in the north of Gaza are at risk of famine. Sadly, the report that came yesterday just confirming that people now at a level of hunger that they simply going to hospitals because they're severely dehydrated, their immune system is too weak um, to deal with any infection, and they ended up in intensive care unit 
that's already very crowded uh, and the outcomes for these people and specifically children are not what we're hoping for. We we need to allow it to get into the north of Gaza at a scale that can respond to this demand. Um, there's not enough food. We are in a situation where people who are surviving the bombardments are dying from hunger and lack of food. And Zia, just looking at the situation in the south of Gaza, in Rafa, obviously there's huge international concern about a possible Israeli ground invasion in Rafa. What are you hearing from aid workers, colleagues who are in, in Rafa? Of course, we're very concerned about this because Rafah is hosting around three quarter of the civilian population of Gaza. It's a already very small, crowded area. It's possibly one of the most crowded refugee camps in the world at the moment. So any attacks would result in high number of casualties. We also know that Rafah is now the headquarter of many humanitarian organizations. It's the only and the main access point for aid to get inside Gaza. So attacking Rafah, which means that the prospect of any aid continuing to enter Gaza is, is no longer there. Uh, we are very disappointed to see the UN Security Council yesterday failing to pass a resolution on an immediate ceasefire. UK has abstained. Um, US vetoed this decision. And you know, the UK has an opportunity again today to vote for a ceasefire in the parliament, vote that's happening in the afternoon. And we really hope that the UK take a very strong, clear position on what they need to see happening in Gaza. Pauses are not good enough at this stage. We need to bring a long-term immediate ceasefire immediately to save the life of the children and women in Gaza. Ziad, yes, I just want to ask you about all those efforts that are happening in New York. As you mentioned, there'll be a vote here in the UK about uh, the UK potentially calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. How optimistic are you that these will bear fruit? Um, we hope that the parliament vote for an immediate ceasefire. Um, as aid agencies, we have issued lots of statements in the last week, in particular, showing the impact of any attacks on Rafah um, and what that means for the civilian of Gaza. Uh, the UK has a lot of soft power that it can use in, relation, in its relationship with Israel, but it can also take much stronger op um, uh, actions with the government of Israel to stop what's happening. We really hope that the UK government today make the right decision. Um, and we hear what we want to hear as aid agencies, that they are standing with the people of Gaza and they want an immediate and permanent ceasefire to come in place today.